This podcast may contain adult language and situations, graphic, gory details, and other not-so-nice things. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Lacey. And I'm Ashley. And this is United States of Murder. The Patreon episode. Yes, for the month of June. So it's a little later than we normally do, but there's been kidney stones. There's been... Lacey got a pool. We've been busy. We've been swimming. All the Sunday fun days. (laughs) So we put together some updates. We have some stories. Maybe we'll end on some light stuff. I don't know. We'll see. Do you want to go first? I can. Go ahead. I have a quickie. Oh, oh. Bragger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, are you familiar with the Oklahoma Girl Scouts murders? Girl Scout murders. You know, I feel some type of way about that. Um, Anyways, go ahead. Well, there's been some updates in the headlines recently about it. And for those unfamiliar, I'll just give you a quick rundown. We hate child stuff, so I'm not going into the gory details. And there's a lot of podcasts that cover this case if you want to listen to it. They just had a show about it. Exactly. That's kind of what I get into on this. But basically, the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders is an unsolved murder case that occurred in the morning of June 13th, 1977, Camp Scott in Mays County, Oklahoma. The victims were three Girl Scouts between the age of, ages of 8 and 10 who were raped and murdered. Their bodies had been left on a trail leading to the showers about 150 yards away from their tent at summer camp. Horrific. It was... And it's been unsolved all these years. But the case was classified as solved when Jean Leroy Hart, a local jail escapee with a history of violence, was arrested. But he was acquitted in March 1979 after a jury unanimously returned a verdict of not guilty. On June 4th, 1979, so a couple months after that, he collapsed and died of a heart attack at the age of 35 years old. Holy shit. Yeah. So he was lifting weights and jogging in the prison exercise yard and then had a heart attack. That's why I don't exercise. (laughs) It's freaky. Well, in 2022, just recently, it was announced that DNA testing in the case, although officially inconclusive, strongly suggests Hart's involvement in the crime. So now there's DNA to tie this guy who the jury said no. Yeah, yeah. He died just a couple of months after that, but on Hulu, there's a new four-part ABC News documentary about the case. It's a series since the 45th anniversary of the crimes just happened. It's called The Keeper of the Ashes, The Oklahoma Girl Scout Murders, and right now it's only available on Hulu. Actress Kristen Chenoweth is on the docuseries. So she was actually supposed to attend that same camp. That's kind of why she, I guess, is the person talking about it. So she was supposed to be at the same camp. She was around their age. She got sick. Her mother made her stay home, and she says that was possibly a life-saving decision. But I I tried to watch a little bit of it. It's just kind of bleak. There's, I don't know. I didn't want to watch it, but if you have and you liked it or you don't like it, let us know what you think about it. It's just so dark. Yeah, I don't, uh, especially after last week's episode. No, yeah, I'm it's good. just Thank one of those you. things. Like I said, I kind of need a break with, with yeah. all the true crime shows. Right. But anyway, 
What updates do you have? Hmm. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I see your papers, so I know oh, you I know. got something. Well, you know that whole sandals resort thing that happened Mm-mm. in the Bahamas where those people were all found dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they Ooh. had all went to the emergency room like, we're sick, we're vomiting, what's going on? And they were like, oh, you're fine. And sent them back to their mm-hmm. hotel. And they were found dead. So autopsy and toxicology reports of the three U.S. tourists who were found dead at the Sandals Resort in the Bahamas died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, yes. On May 6th, the police were called to the Sandals Resort in Exuma after a man was found unresponsive in a villa. Michael Phillips, 68, Robbie Phillips, 65, both of Tennessee, and Vincent and Vincent Chirella, 64, of Florida, were all found dead. Oof. Vincent's wife was flown to a South Florida hospital and is in stable condition. Their villas were next to each other at the resort. They all went to the local clinic for nausea. As of now, they are still working to find out how the carbon monoxide entered their rooms. And so family members have all called for, like, independent autopsies. I mean, like, that's terrifying. Yeah. Like, they're in a villa in the carbon. It had to be. (sighs) Don't you think, like, don't you think they would have detectors? I mean, I would think so, but maybe not. Do you have one for your house? Mm Mm-hmm. I do, too. Isn't there, maybe I'm wrong about this, some people can smell? No. You can smell gas, like a gas leak, but carbon monoxide is odorless and tasteless. That's how it kills everybody. What am I thinking of? Gas. Oh, I think I'm thinking of um, the thing that smells like almonds. Uh, some what? Some people can smell it. I swear. I don't know what that is. Uh, is it the... It smells like almonds? What uh, does an almond smell like? Cyanide. Some people can smell cyanide and some people can't. That's what I'm thinking of, not carbon. Yeah, cyanide is described as having a bitter almond smell. I don't guess I've ever smelled But an not almond. everyone can detect this odor. Smell some amaretto. It's similar. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> I've never uh, been around cyanide, so I don't know if I can smell it or not. Okay, my bad. I, w- I don't know why cyanide, carbon monoxide, but anyway. Well, it's almost like it would be worth you just taking a little plug-in detector with you when you go on vacation. Ooh. No, I'm for yeah. real. You know, they just mine just plugs in. Yeah, ours is too. It's in the living room. Yeah, it's just like this little box like that plugs outlet. in. Yeah. yeah. So, since you're all mm. going on vacations, maybe you should take one with you. Gosh. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Or if you get sudden nausea for no apparent reason. <sighs> that could be so many things. Girl, though. if I get sick... I always think the worst. <laughs> Hello. Just had a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about this um, novelist who oh, sure. wrote these books yeah. about murder and then her husband ended up dead? I do know a little bit about that one, actually. So Nancy Brophy, probably not saying that right either, is a 71-year-old romance novelist who wrote How to Murder Your Husband, mm-hmm. among other books. But she's been charged with... Well, murdering her husband. (laughs) Yeah. She was found guilty of second-degree murder just last month. She allegedly shot her husband of 26 years in 2018 for $1.5 million in life insurance. That's a lot. Her husband, Daniel, was a, a chef and a teacher at the Oregon Culinary Institute. 
In June of 2018, he was found in the kitchen of the Institute by his students with two gunshot wounds. She had wrote in her books a list of ways to commit meriticide. Guns, knives, poisoning, and hitman. Before writing, it's easier to wish people dead than to actually kill them. Mm. The judge ruled against admitting the writing itself to evidence at her trial because it was penned years and years earlier. Mm -hmm. Prosecutors argued that she had motive and means to murder her partner. They had fallen on hard times financially, and she wanted the insurance. And she wanted the insurance payout. Surveillance video shows her car coming and going from the Institute at the time of the murder. The murder weapon was never found. They did find out that she had purchased a gun, the same make and model as the one used to kill her husband. She claims she has a hole in her memory. Mm. The prosecution portrayed her as an evil plotting spouse who spent months and months of planning the perfect murder. They said she had planned it down to shooting him at work because there are no cameras there. She was the only person who had a motive. The defense said they were happily married and planning a future of travel and that the prosecution was reaching. So seven weeks after the trial began in Portland, the jury took less than two days to find her guilty of second-degree murder, and she is sentenced to life with the possibility of parole after 25 years. But she's 71, so. Mm. And her law, blah, blah, and her lawyers are planning to appeal. I think she's being framed. By who? I don't know. I, I don't think guilty. she would do it. You do? Yeah. I don't. Well, I have a little excerpt from what she wrote, How to Murder Your Husband. That was in 2011. Divorce is expensive. And do you really want to split your possessions? Or if you married for money, aren't you entitled to all of it? The drawback is the police aren't stupid. They're looking at you first. So you have to be organized, ruthless, and clever. I don't want to worry about blood and brains splattered on my wall, and I'm not really good at remembering lies, but the thing I know about murder is that every one of us has it in him or her when pushed far enough. I know it's inadmissible, but it's like... I mean... Well, the thing that got me is she was driving by the Culinary Institute like 40 minutes before the uh-huh. murder, the gun stuff, yeah. um, the insurance policy. I mean, $1.5 million. I don't know. I mean, is it tax-free? Probably not. I don't know. And I don't... And she had a blog and she said their marriage had ups and downs. But I mean, that's not... Whose doesn't? Mm-hmm. Not mine. <laughs> and I guess she purchased an, the, an unregistered ghost gun assembly kit to Ooh. put together, according to the Washington Post. But... I don't know. Okay, Lacey. I don't know. She did it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know her, but they have like a farm with chickens. I know. And it sounds like two nice little old people. Have you seen a picture of her? Yeah. She looks kind of scary. She looks like she would shoot somebody. <laughs> TBH. She does. I mean, it's a mugshot, so it is what it is. But and I saw a court picture of her in court. Oh, okay. I saw she's, a mugshot. She did she's not look like, happy. Yeah. Scary. No. I don't. I don't know who's to say. Well, we'll see. Charlie's about to have a come up part up here. Mm-mm. But um. Has Max ever watched the movie Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Oh, my God. He has the books. Yeah. We've watched all the movies. You have watched all the movies. Well, I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it. But 
I saw an article just the other day about the actor in it named Ryan Grantham. Grantham? He's a, he was a cute kid. He's 24 years old now, but he's a Canadian actor. He played the role of Rodney James in the 2010 film. And I don't know if you watch Riverdale or not. I don't. But he played Jeffrey Augustine in it. I saw his picture. He was a cute kid in the, the movie. But on March 2020, Ryan shot his 64-year-old mother, Barbara Ann Waite, in the head while she was playing the piano. What? Oh, yeah. It gets weirder. A day later, he drove east in his car, which was packed with 12 Molotov cocktails, three guns and ammunitions, and plans to kill Trudeau, the Prime Minister, Prime Minister? of Canada. What? He ended up changing his plans and turned him in, himself into the Vancouver police. Yeah. Well, his sister Lisa found their mother on April 1st. Lisa shared a victim impact statement with the court and said that her mother, who was battling cancer at oh the time, God. was her best friend. Both she and her mother's sister told the court that they fear his release from prison. His sentencing began this month on June 13th. That's why I guess I just saw an article about it. But his lawyer argued that Ryan did it due to his mental illness, including an intense period of clinical depression. But prosecutors stated Ryan committed a, quote, heartbreaking breach of trust, saying his mother was an excellent parent and that he had no reason to fear her. Ryan pleaded guilty to second-degree murder, and per a report by People, there were excerpts from his personal journal as evidence for his plans that even included killing Justin Trudeau. The prosecutor also produced evidence that the actor was going through an intense depressive episode leading up to killing his mother. He was reportedly feeling urges to hurt himself and others around this time, and he had two psychiatric reports. CBC reported that Ryan had rehearsed the killing and took videos, including footage that captured the hours after the crime, after the crime where he confesses to the murder and shows his mother's dead body after he shot her in the head. Mm -mm. He allegedly made the decision to kill his mother because, quote, it would spare her from seeing the violence he intended to commit. Like he killed her first because he had a lot of other terrible things planned. Ugh. Uh-uh. So Ryan's expected to get a life sentence. The minimum period of parole and eligibility for second-degree murder is 10 years. And it's currently unclear if his plans for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau might factor into the sentencing or not, but... Oh, my God. I have never seen that movie, but it's like you look at just a little kid, and you're like, no, yeah. he's 24 now, but you know what I mean? Like, you're, he's a cute little, little mm. kid, and... Mm-mm. I don't know. Mm-mm. It's just kind of dark. Super well, dark. dark. And you've you've seen the movie. All the movies. Max loves them. I don't think they're cute. <sighs> yeah, they're based on them. Yeah. The book, book right? Yeah, he's yeah. got several of the books, too. What the heck? Yeah. There's some Canada crime for you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of weird kids, <laughs> not weird, murderous kids. Oh. I have a little uh, Murdoch update. Oh, gosh. What's I happened? I don't know any updates well, right now. There's a new show that just started on Sunday um, on the ID channel called Murdoch Murders Deadly Dynasty. So Mm. far, there's just three episodes, and that may be all. I don't know. I watched all three of them. Yeah. I'm lying. I watched two and a half. I fell asleep. Was it good? It's super good, and it kind of goes back and tells you, you know, we can Mm -hmm. read it and listen to podcasts and all that stuff, but like... 
to see it and the oh, pictures yeah. and all that, it's so much better to me. And there's so many names involved. When it's a case when it's a case like that with a lot of moving parts, it's nice to see pictures and Right. And they explain everything mm-hmm. and they're showing the family of the I mean, it's just it's a lot, but it's good. Mm. So on that note, um oh investigators have received permission from the family of Gloria Satterfield to exhume her body for an autopsy. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who she mm-hmm. is? So she was the housekeeper of the Murdoch family for more than 20 years before her death. Gloria died after a fall at the Murdoch estate on February 26, 2008. She was in the hospital with a traumatic brain injury for several days before she passed. I mean, after everything that was going on with this family or has been lately, SLED decided to open up a criminal investigation into her death. So, to date, there are five deaths surrounding this family, including the wife and son. That's too many. Yeah. Alec has been jailed for months on several charges, including money laundering and forgery. He also attempted to steal $8.5 million from the Satterfield family, who he approached at the mother's funeral and told her two sons that he was going to sue himself to get the insurance money from his homeowner's insurance to pay them. Then he kept the payout. He deposited into a bank account named Forge, which also happens to be the name of a financial consulting company. So that company handles this kind of transactions, Mm -hmm. like when there's a huge insurance payout. So anybody looking would see that name and automatically be like, oh, well, that's a legit company. Yeah. They, they're they a huge company. So anyways, the Satterfield boys had no idea that there was even a settlement until they read it in the paper a year later. Good Lord. That's how they found out. So now they're suing him to get their money. It's crazy. You have to watch the show. I mean, I will have to. we did talk about it, but I feel like... Even with the updates we've given, there's so, so much, much shit has come has come out, and there's more going on, and it's insane. Hmm. It is insane. Makes me wonder when really rich people go to prison, or if they're sentenced to life or death or whatever, and like their other family members are dead or not. You know what happens to the money eventually. You know what I mean? It goes to somebody in their family. That's how people that have, like, a great uncle they've never met end up with, like, thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. That shit's never happened to me, but. Yeah, no, same. But they're talking on the show, one of Gloria's friends, they interviewed her, and she is talking about how she um, had been with this family since the boys were little, Mm -hmm. and how she always talked about Paul, the one that had was driving the boat yeah. that, that killed Mallory Beach. Um, how even when he was little, he would kill animals oh, and stuff. God. Like would get a knife from the kitchen uh-huh. and she had to stop him. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to go kill that bastard squirrel. And he was like oh six. Yeah. So Ugh. he was the only one at the house with her mm-hmm. when she fell down the steps. So there's eight steps on the front leading up to the front porch and she was found at the foot of them laid out bleeding out her head and ears and that's not very many steps and he was the only one there yeah 
And then the mom comes home and then she calls 911 and is like, hey, she fell. We need an ambulance out here, blah, blah, blah. And so mm. interesting, you know, they, they play this 911 tape in this show. And, you know, Paul takes the phone and he's like, yeah, she fell, blah, blah, this, blah, that. And, of course, the 911 operator is like, is she breathing? Have you tried mouth them? And he's like, why are you asking all these questions? Just send somebody. Like, he's <sighs> very, like, just a shit. And she's like, because I have to get all the information. Have you never seen a show where 911's on the line? Every, I mean. But neither family, neither, Lord. neither the mom or him acted upset. Like, if anybody fell at my house and, and there was bleeding, and yes. she'd been with that family for 20 years, I, I mean, I might not be hysterical, but I, you could, t- you would be able to tell, like, I, you guys need to hurry. Well, like, yeah. something and if they is were going to die yeah. at your house, like, if someone yes. was dying at my house, I, if they were a stranger to me, that would be panic. I don't know, panic, some some type of. But if you're on the phone, blase. yeah, on the phone with 911, you wouldn't be like, I mean, are yeah, you guys close? Whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't be just like, you'd be like, oh my God, please hurry, please hurry. Can yes. I, do I need to stop the book? I mean, you would be, I would, I would think, I would be. And that's always. A red flag to me when someone's dying or can't breathe or blah, blah, blah. And the other person there does not do CPR, does mm-hmm. not do anything, mm-hmm. doesn't touch the body. Mm-hmm. That's always a red flag to me. Well, you know? she goes to the hospital and she she dies, unfortunately, God. from this traumatic brain yes. injury. She had a huge hematoma on the top of her head, which is usually caused by blunt force trauma, like a bat. Or a brick or anything, you know, blunt force. Yeah. Not falling. Eight stairs? Yeah. So then at the funeral, that's when Alec goes up to Mm. her two sons. And she was a single mother. That was all that these two boys had. You know, they were like in their 20s maybe. He goes up to them and says, this is my fault. She tripped over my dog's. You know, it was my dog's fault. This is my fault. So this is what's going to happen. I'm going to sue myself, which, first of all, you fucking can't. You can't sue yourself. And Makes, yeah. <laughs> file it against my homeowner's insurance to get you guys a payout. And then whenever I get God. the money, I'll give it to you guys. You don't have to do anything. Don't worry about it. I'll handle it so all. So sleazy. So sleazy. What a sleazeball. And, of course, they're, they don't know. No. Like, I how mean, would you know? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Like, $8.5 and kept it. Kept it. Kept it. And, and just put it into his bank account when it came through. Trash. Trash. Rich, trash. Even the rich can be trash. Girl, most of the rich are trash. <laughs> Fair enough. So, anyways, yeah. So, now they're exhuming her body for an wow. autopsy. Which, good. Yeah. Not that it matters now that you know what i mean yeah. it's not going to bring her back right. but it's like some, he needs to be held accountable for something good god god mm-hmm. someone in the family does well and, you like know they still don't know away. what happened to the mom and son some people think that he had something to do with it he might have i don't i nothing that happens yeah, nothing or comes would out surprise me about that family god. anything nothing i'd be cool. like oh well shocking Mm-hmm. so watch it it's on ID. I will. I have um, YouTube TV, so hopefully I can pull that up. It's recent enough. Oh, yeah. It's on there. Ugh. Anyways, what else you got for me? Do you have any more serious updates or anything? Uh, I actually have a a listener story. Oh, okay. 
I don't know if she wants me to say her name. Oh. So, I'll call her C. Oh, C. So, C rots in a ghost story. Okay, I love a good ghost story. And someone wrote in a ghost story? They did, they did. She says, my name is C. She, her. My parents, siblings, and aunts and uncles all witnessed this. When I was little, like maybe two, I used to ask my mom or dad to cut me slices of cheese. Yes, I love cheese, but these were not for me. I would crawl myself to the upstairs loft bedroom in our house, and my parents would see me holding up these cheese slices, and they would drop to the floor. When they asked me what I was doing, I would say, feeding the cheese lady. Oh my, that's me a while ago. (laughs) Go get me some cheese. This went on for a while, and they didn't think much of it, until we were looking through old photo albums, and I said, hey, that's the cheese lady. The cheese lady is, in fact, my great-grandmother, who lived and died in that house up in the loft bedroom. Oh, my gosh. When she was alive, she used to sneak down in the middle of the night for cheese. So, this makes total sense. Holy cow. I know. It's kind of creepy, right? This isn't the one my ghost encountered. This isn't the one ghost encounter I've had. Mm. When I was 14, my mother unexpectedly died. Aw. Right before she died, we had planned on redecorating my bedroom. Needless to say, this was put on hold for a little while after her death. About six months later, my dad and I redid it. After it was done, I went to bed and woke in the middle of the night. I opened my eyes and saw two legs by my bedside wearing dress pants. I didn't look up because I was too scared. I rolled over. Mm. The next night, I wake up and see a shadow silhouette, dress pants, short hair, short height, walking around my bedroom looking at things. My friend named the ghost Herman, and we forgot about it. Two years later, I go see a psychic medium who, during the reading, randomly states, Herman was my mother who was looking to see what I did to my room. Oh, my gosh. Hope you both enjoyed hearing my experiences with ghosts. Aww. That's eerie. It's super eerie. But that's the kind of mom I would be. Yeah. I'd be like, Max, wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up. Let me see what happened to your room. Those are good that stories. That is. Those are great. All oh, the cheese, lady. Oh, my gosh. Oh, kids are scary. Kids have to be more susceptible to stuff because I feel like it happens so much more to kids. Yeah. And well, we just write it off as imaginary friends, which it is sometimes, but I mean. I, I think we are quick to say, ah, it's you're just, yeah. Right? It's, it's your imagination. Yeah. Because we're Gosh. we're grown-ups now. We've been programmed to yes. not believe in that stuff. Except for me, I still believe in it all. Well, I wish I had stories like that. Stop saying that. I feel like you're going to say that and something really bad's going to happen to you. Don't well, invite it. Well, to, I've looked and I don't think anyone's ever died here in this house. Even though it's super old, I don't think anyone's ever died here. To my knowledge, I couldn't find anything. I don't know. You sound disappointed. I'm not... <laughs> I want to believe is all I'm saying. It's going to happen one day and you're going to be like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Maybe it would. I don't know. So last minute I asked our patrons on the Facebook group if they had any fun questions to ask you. Oh, shit. I got one random one. Oh, boy. (laughs) Nick wants to know which bear you think is best. 
Which bear? Yes, I said it was a random one. I'm like, what? And I asked him to elaborate. Like, do you mean cutest or like fiercest who would win in a bear battle? I don't know. Like, what's the bet? What is the best bear? What's your favorite bear? <laughs> a, a Care Bear, actually. A Care Bear. <laughs> That's my favorite oh, bear. Oh my god! I do like a, a fun shine, sunshine bear. Um, like scariest? I don't know. He just which bear is best? It's open to interpretation. I immediately had an answer: panda bear, number one. But if it's a, if I needed to bet on a bear to battle, it would be a polar bear. They kill anything. A polar bear over like a Kodiak grizzly in Alaska. Listen, these polar bears are so skinny and ravenous. They'll they tr- they track. Because they don't have anything to eat up there. It's crazy. Where? It, up, up in the, wherever they are. The North Pole. <laughs> the, um, I was like, where can, are they? Canada? I don't know. Girl, Google that. Where do polar bears live? <laughs> Antarctica. And I don't think they're super skinny. I think you just been at this raggedy ass zoo here in Little Rock. <laughs> no, and have you not seen the commercials? Look, look they're dying. Because Girl. all their food is dying. <laughs> yes. That's like saying all the dogs are starving because the Sarah McLaughlin no, commercial. No, no, no. So yes, they live in the Arctic, but not Antarctica. Down south fuck? in Antarctica, you'll find penguins, seals, and whales, but never polar bears. Where's the Arctic that's not in? Canada has the most polar bears. Well, we knew that. And there's some in Alaska. They're dying. See? Oh, my gosh. Because it's hot? Yeah. Because it's hot and then all their food sources are... What do they eat? Windling. They'll... Anything. They will literally eat anything. And They're, they kill humans and eat humans. They're starving. <sighs> That's... You're not going to win a battle against a polar bear. Who would I'm win? Who would win? Google. Grizzly, grizzly bear versus polar bear. It's a bear battle. Who's going to win? I think the grizzly. Brown bears can't swim. Grizzlies can't swim. Wow. Like Kodiak Pol- brown bear. Polar bear's skull and nose are longer. Polar bears are excellent swimmers. Grizzlies cannot swim. Brown bears do have sharper and longer claws for digging. And polar bears have a firmer grip for walking on ice. Holy crap. So polar bears can get up. So grizzlies can get up to eight feet tall when they stand on their hind legs Polar bears can be 10 feet. No, that polar bear's cute, but that grizzly bear looks scary. Uh, right here it says grizzly bears are tougher than polar bears as they possess stronger and longer claws and an elongated skull with sharp and long canines that completely separate the flesh from the bone. Bear battle, you're well, going down. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think I think either bear would take me on easily but there's i've watched a lot of animal planet and it's so freaky when the beautiful cute polar bears but they're walking around with blood all over their white fur they're scary i don't know nick you need to tell us your opinion yeah on the we want to know what your favorite bear is but i stand by panda bears being the cutest bear and ashley stands by care bears so yeah that's i choose my choice um i don't know if you saw this or not yet but patron jesse had some kidney stone advice for you to drink tea well, she with lemon. Said, I've never had one for myself, but one of my best friends got them all the time. They told her tea caused hers, and she's like a badass paramedic with a high pain tolerance, and she had to go to the ER and get on drugs. Yeah, no, they're not fun. She now puts a lot of lemon in her tea. I can't do it. 
I don't know. What does lemon do for kidney stones? Maybe it's acidic, so it breaks them down. All the things we're reading today. Let's see. Do, do, do. Lemons are rich in citric acid, which helps fight with kidney stones by increasing the level of urine citrate. Sure. Taking regular lemon juice with honey reduces pain of kidney stones and dissolves them quickly. Damn, I'm going to have to do that when I get home. Yes. Do, do some lemon and honey. Sounds terrible. Toddies, yeah. Oof. I mean, I'll do it. You'll do it for the mm-hmm. Sharon Stone. Get her out of get there. Get her out of here. Um, I got another message. Pa- uh, patron Tammy sent me a message asking if I've seen the documentary Keep Sweet yet. And no, I have not. What is that? It's about Warren Jeffs, the fundamental um, mm. Latter-day Saint. Oh, the, oh, God. He makes my... He looks creepy. He, I hate him. I've heard so... I've listened to so many podcasts. I've seen so many other shows about him. I freaking hate him. I'm like, just seeing him sends me into rage. I don't know if I can handle watching that. But funny enough, our Utah story this week, I'm talking about a Mormon cult, but which is really bad. But Warren Jeffs, Mm-mm. he's... Didn't he have like 50 wives? Oh, and half of them are probably freaking... 13. Pre-teens. Yeah. So, yeah. No, he's disgusting. Yeah. So I don't know. Tammy, if you think it's worth watching, let me know. I don't know if I can handle it without just throwing things at my TV. <laughs> I finally got my seven-day uh, free subscription to Epics, Epics, Epic, Epic to watch from, and I've been binging it. I have two more episodes left as of today. <sighs> I like the show. How, did you watch Lost? No. Okay. Well, it's very people that know Lost. It's very similar to Lost, where there's quite so many questions, and they they don't answer your questions. They just give you more questions, and I'm kind of worried. It's going to end lost-ish, where mm-hmm. it doesn't. It never satisfies you. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it though. It's worth the free subscription for seven <laughs> days if you can just power on through it. Um, Once I'm done with that, I think I'm going to watch Evil. I'm all caught up on Evil. Are you for real? Yeah. So there's three seasons. Well, there is three seasons. Season three, there's just three episodes. Period or like it's in the so far it's in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then that's not going to be too hard. Comes out on Sundays. Oh, it's going to be too hard. I'm like, y'all hurry up! I got my alarm set. <laughs> Cancel this. I don't know why. I don't just. It's like four dollars a month. Well, I it's just, the I thing, have so many subscriptions. But that's the thing, and they add up, and then you forget. Uh-huh. I even put it on my calendar. Cancel Epic. Mm-hmm. Because I I'm not watching anything else on Epic. No. All no. they have for me is is from. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll buy it for a month when it comes back for season two if, well, if I it's mean, renewed. Yeah. Yeah. So Drew Ann told us in our DMs about a scary movie called Hunter Hunter on Hulu. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. What's it about? I don't know. I don't know anything. She just said I might like it because I like slow burns. Oh, no. I don't like a slow burn. So, I want you to come in hot. So I don't know. Those are all my little updates, but um, so... Tomorrow we're up, we're recording our Utah episode tomorrow, and this obviously will come out first. But I'll probably watch the rest of From tonight. I stayed up, like I gotta watch this. How it's many a, episodes are there? Ten. It's like oh, Lost, shit. where you get so involved and curious, but it's never satisfying you. I swear, if they're in purgatory, mm-mm, nope. I need to uh, do that. I need to mow my yard. But it's too hot, so maybe I'll just go How home. How does and, anyone mow right now? I don't know, girl, but I'm going to have giraffes in my backyard. <laughs> I don't mow it. I got to mow. It's Samuel hot. needs to mow ours, too, and I'm like, 
mow it? Like I thought about paying somebody to come mow it, and I was like, girl, do not do that. You can get out there and mow. Well, today's the longest day of the year. It's the 21st. It's the first day of summer. Yeah, so it will be lighter way longer, so do it like at 8. Yeah, I guess. Well, it's... It's not how I wanted to kick off first day of summer, but... I forgot all about the summer solstice with the mostest. Not today. Mm-hmm. Auntie Hoosies. What, what else you got? Nothing, nothing. Nothing. Not a thing? No, but I have, well, at least you don't have to follow the theme, but oh, since boy. July is next patron's uh, episode, and it's Shark Week in July, I have a shark esque true crime case that I'm going to cover. A shark? It's involving a shark and a murder, but not a shark murdering a person. <laughs> it's, oh, shit. It's wild. I'm a, I am love sharks. Do you? Yes. Of I course love, you do. I get really into shark week. I love it. I really like Well, let's just let's hang just, out with a shark. Well, you do I that. I swim with one. I will find a <laughs> shark attack story. Ooh. It's not going to be a true crime, probably. You That's probably fine. There's probably the only one ever that you found. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> Mine happened in Australia, to give you they a little... They all happened down there. God. Australia, yeah. South Africa. I'm fascinated by sharks, but I don't want to ever... I won't surf, because you look like a big sea lion on... With your arms hanging out. I'm like, no, that's just asking for a shark to eat Mm-mm. you on accident. No. No way. No thanks. But maybe so, I'll be yeah. able to bring up some shark facts. It'll be a whole shark. Shark week. Oh, have you had a shark bite cocktail before? No. Okay. Well, I'm we'll going to make we'll a note. Drink shark I'm going t- to we'll drink a shark you. bite. Don't look one up. I'm going to make oh, one for you. It's going to taste like shit. I already know. It'll be fruity. Ooh. I won't put coconut in yours. But Don't. Mine probably will have some. <sighs> I think blue curacao is mostly what's in it because it's blue like the water. Does it have like little gummy sharks in yeah, it? Yeah, it has a gummy oh, shark. Oh, good. It. Shark Week. Yes. Yes. We're going to do it. <laughs> People are like, what? This has been like a very all business Patreon. Yeah. Episode. So we'll come back with something not fun. July's going to be of... a lot more fun. Oh, yeah. We're going to come in, make waves. But anyway, on that note, we hope you have uh, been in, in uh, entertained with all of our updates. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm trying to talk Lacey into going and watching Black Phone with me. I want to see it. And then we'll report back to you. Yeah. It looks scary. It does look scary. If you see it before us, let us know. Tell us. Give us. Don't tell us what happens, but I've give not us been, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I've not been this excited about a scary movie mm. in a long time. I was excited about Candyman. And it did not disappoint. It, it was, was good. a good one. It yeah. was good. Yeah. I hope this one's good like that. It looks freaky. It looks very psychological. I like it. But anyway, bye. Bye.